Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GAMEPINIONS. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now, you can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats so you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. I don't have time to talk about them, though, because I have to start my own show. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com, look up what it is all about, use promo code Game Pinions, and get started on an adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Game Pinions episode 29. I'm your host, Kalman, and today I am back again for a brand new episode of Game Pinions. It's been a long time, guys. It has been an extremely long time since I've been on an episode of Game Pinions or even posted anything to social media or any of that good stuff. So I wanted to come on here and talk about Death Stranding today. And um, before I get into that, I just wanted to kind of have a little bit of housekeeping here. So today's going to be a little bit different than how Game Pinions has kind of grown and shaped and formed. We're going to be rocking it old school today. And you guys can probably tell by the sound quality that it is a little bit different than what you're used to. It probably sounds a lot worse. Um, I am kind of like an obsessive sound guy when it comes to making the podcast sound really good and really you know, professional. This one's probably not going to be like that just because I do not have my recording equipment with me. Um, and that's partially part of the reason why I haven't been um, recording or, you know, posting any podcast episodes or any of that stuff. So back in September, this is a pro- about a month after I stopped posting the podcast episodes, um, I was interviewing for a job in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I was living in Greensboro, North Carolina during that time. And I ended up getting the job um, sometime in September. And then I kind of had to, uh, I had to move to Charlotte. So I've been kind of adjusting to the new surroundings, the new schedule, the new job, you know how it is. It's kind of, it's kind of tough to, you know, do all those things and have so many things change that you just kind of have to you know, take a step back and kind of focus on what you're doing and then kind of put your hobbies, you know, slowly incorporate them back in. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. So it was just a little bit overwhelming for a little while there. Not in a bad way. I mean, you know, it's really exciting. It was just like excitingly overwhelming in a way Um, because I'm just I'm in a much better position now in terms of, you know, jobs than I was before. I'm doing something that's not nearly as ridiculous as what I was doing before. And it's, uh, it's been really good. I've been learning a lot and I've been having a good time, but there's always going to be a part of me that wants to come on and wants to record. And, you know, we're going to be rocking it old school today. It's just going to be me. There is no co-host today. And in terms of like how game pinions was the last few episodes, um, I still have great hope that, you know, TJ will 
uh, reconvene on the show and John will uh, reconvene on the show and then we'll also have Kimberly as well. Um, that's honestly still, at least for me, um, the goal, you know, I want to have them on here. That's, that's definitely what I want for this podcast. I think that it's a better show with them on. I think that I've definitely gotten better, you know, solo. Hopefully this isn't like crazy rambling, but I think I've definitely gotten better in terms of like solo, but there's something special about having people on. It's also a little bit more enjoyable for me. Um, so that's the goal long-term is to get them back on. I'm hoping maybe episode 30, you know, at least have one of them on and figure out a way to do that. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can work something out, but if not at some point in time, I imagine things to go, things will go back to being similar to how they were before and hopefully better. Um, you know, I'm really, I'm really confident about that. I feel like whenever you have like time away, from doing something, you kind of get a new perspective on it. So I think game pinions will take on, you know, an even stronger shape than I think that it was already starting to develop into. So um, it's been a, a very, very interesting uh, last couple months, and it feels great to be able to just sit here and talk into a microphone again, even though this is not my Electrovoice RE20 studio mic. This is my Zoom H1 uh, portable recorder. It's going to sound a lot different, but you know what? It's it's going to suffice, and it's kind of itching a, uh, a recording scratch that I've been having for a long time now. So I uh, just kind of wanted to get that out of the way. Game Pinions will return in full capacity at some point in time. Until then, you might just have to deal with uh, me talking into this portable recorder on my lunch breaks because that's just, you know, where I'm squeezing it in at. So um, I wanted to kind of talk about uh, Death Stranding, not really kind of talk, I wanted to really talk about Death Stranding today, and I am short on time, so I don't really have a ton of time to talk about it, so what I'll probably end up doing is this will be like part one of the recording, and then tomorrow will be part two, I'll combine them, and this should probably release probably on, I'm hoping, Wednesday night. Um, that's probably, you know, it's probably a lofty goal. I haven't, I'll be honest, ever since I moved here, I haven't even turned on my computer yet, which is where I do all of my editing and I put everything together and post it where it needs to go. Uh, I just, I haven't even done that. I'm sure WordPress needs to be updated. I've just been so, you know, focused on, you know, my job and, and learning the processes there and, and getting familiar with that, that I've kind of neglected this side of, you know, my, you know, of what I do. So, Game opinions, like I said, it's a secondary thing in my life right now, but hey, there's always there's always that distant dream that it'll turn into something one day and I'll be able to, you know, pour in as much dedicated uh, time as I possibly can. And that's that's always going to be a dream of mine, like no doubt in my mind, you know, that's that's something that I will always want and always wish for and always strive for. So, you know, I hope that, you know, this turns into something where, you know, I have I have like people that are willing to record with me all the time and you know it's it's something that I just personally enjoy and I really I really love you know having conversations with people and recording them and you know archiving them out there and it's it's a lot of fun so I don't want to go with too much of a tangent but um, I wanted to talk about Death Stranding so um, it's a very uh, interesting topic because I wasn't planning on getting Death Stranding at least not to start and for some reason or another, I ended up getting it. Uh, me and Kim have been kind of like playing it. So she's been watching, I've been playing. And, um, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, it's so weird and so talked about that. It's like, you kind of have to just go and try it for yourself. And curiosity just 
completely got the best of me in this situation. So I recently just got Call of Duty Black, or not Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. First Call of Duty since Black Ops 3 or 2 or one of those things, things since Black Ops 2. And, you know, I was playing that a little while and I'm like, I don't want to get Death Stranding because I just bought Call of Duty. It's like, that's a lot of money to be spending. And then the curiosity just, it, it got to me and I couldn't not get it. So... I ended up getting it, and really from the start, I think it's been a very interesting experience. Like, this is going to definitely be a type of episode where I ramble a lot. I don't have anyone to help guide me. I don't have anyone to kind of point me in the right direction. So, I guess I'll just, I'll start off with, you know, when I first turned the game on. And, you know, obviously, this game is just completely amazing looking visually. I mean, it's it's unreal how well they it's it reminds me of like when Grand Theft Auto came out on the PlayStation 3 at the end of its life cycle. And it's like, wow, how did they manage to do this on this system? It feels very similar to that. It's like it's towards the end of the PlayStation 4's life cycle and it's like, wow, they really, I mean, just in terms of like, you know, the texture quality, the character models, you know, even the draw distance, it's just, there's just so much going on, and it's just, it's such a pretty game, and it's really impressive, and it's smooth, it runs smooth, I haven't really had any slowdowns, there was one situation where there was a slowdown because there was just so many rocks in the path, um, but it's extremely impressive, to me, it's arguably one of the best looking PlayStation 4 games out there. Now, in terms of the story, so far I find it really interesting. I don't know if it's going to make any sense in the end. I really don't. Right now it's still kind of confusing. I think there's some plot holes here and there. I don't want to get into like, you know, extreme um <laughs> I don't want to get into, you know, extreme detail here and kind of ruin story for anybody. But I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure if I could ruin this story for you if I tried. It's it's very complicated. Like there's certain things that are going on that to me, just make me more curious and want to play, but the more I play, I kind of feel like the more questions I have, and it seems like they're trying to kind of explain certain things, but even in the game, they're saying that these are just theories, so there's not, there's not really anyone in the game that knows 100% what they're talking about when they're telling you things, so I feel like a lot of the things that are occurring in the game are not necessarily known and people might be acting on ignorance at some points. So things that you do might not actually be the right way to do it, but it's really the only way they know how to do it. So there's like certain things like, um, and this, this might be a spoiler, but <clears throat> if you haven't played the game, I guess don't, you know, don't listen to this part or, you know, skip ahead or, you know, whatever. I'll try to annotate if I'm on YouTube um, where to go. But I'll start off with here. So this could be spoilers, so this is where it's going to start. So in the game, you have to take bodies to the incinerator. So in this case, you took the president's body, which was Sam's mom, to the incinerator, which I thought it was weird because they were acting like Sam didn't remember his mom. So they're like, that's your mom. And he didn't really say anything. It was weird. Like It kind of gave me the vibes like... Is there something wrong with Sam? Does he have some kind of issue? Did he forget? It's really bizarre, but he remembers his sister. That's kind of, you know, part of the story that is a little bit confusing so far to me. It's like, what's going on with him? So you have to take, anyway, you have to take, you know, the president's body to 
the incinerator because if not it'll cause this thing called a void out and a void out is basically when how I was how I interpret it was when the body from the other side I guess from death the soul of that body connects with the body on the other side and then it causes an explosion or causes a crater to occur and that's like an explosion which causes it it's very like explaining this is probably you sound like a crazy person when you explain this stuff but it's um it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to explain so anyway <laughs> their their solution is to take the president to the incinerator so you you have to take the the body there you place it in the incinerator it cremates it and it shoots out this like black um it's kind of like dust in a way but it seems like it's mixed with something it kind of seems like there's you know liquid portions in it almost but it's like kind of like dust and smoke and it basically attracts the bts which I don't know what that initial stands for, but it, it basically attracts them anyway. So there was a scene in early on in the game where, you know, someone gets eaten and it causes kind of like this explosion and then everything kind of just like, you know, disappears and our character walks, wakes up on the beach. And it's, it's very confusing to me because, you know, I thought the void out was when they ate him and when he was at the incinerator... They said, don't let one of those BTs eat you because after he put the body in the incinerator, it shoots off the, you know, it shoots up the chimney into the exhaust, uh, you know, exhaust area and it's dispelled outside of the chimney into the atmosphere. Um, it's just so weird. Um, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous saying it, but they said, you know, they called him on the radio. I think Hartman called him on the radio and said, don't let one of those BTs eat you because it'll trigger a void out so we'll have another crater and i guess in that situation the incinerator would then be destroyed so it just seems a little bit counterintuitive and if they don't have someone with dooms which is a disease that uh or it's like an allergy i guess that you'll tear up but you can also sense the bts when they're around um so it has like you know positive side effects and negative side effects um but you know if you don't have that you're not going to be able to detect when these things are around so it's like it doesn't make a lot of sense to me why you're taking the body to be incinerated if it's just going to summon those things anyway they'll eat you if you don't have dooms and you can't sense them you don't know to stop breathing and they eat you and then you're gone it triggers a void out boom so it's really I, i'm kind of like still like figuring out the story and as much as the story is weird like, I'll be honest with you, I'm really enjoying it. Like, it might end up not making any sense in the end, but honestly, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think it's intriguing. It makes me continue on a play. I think all the interview logs, which are basically just, like, information, um, it's it's kind of like, not really like medical journals, but it's kind of like scientific research journals in a way, um, where they kind of just give you, like, facts and uh, different backgrounds to things and theories of what's going on and, you know, all the different, um, all the different things that are happening. So it offers some really interesting insight. And that's one of my favorite things to do when I log on to the game is to see 
if I have any more of those, do I have any new ones? Each mission usually gives you a new log that you can kind of look and, you know, kind of decipher it for yourself. Um, but either way, like I said, it's very interesting. I think this is a very well done story thus far. I mean, and I'm only a few hours in, so like I said, there's plenty of time for it to get better and or to get worse, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. So, um, the next category, I guess would be gameplay and the gameplay is definitely not for everyone. And, and that's something that I hear a lot of people say, and, you know, I kind of went through and I was looking at some of the reviews and all that. And, you know, basically the big joke that people are making is that you're basically like a FedEx man in post-apocalyptic America and you have to deliver packages. And that's pretty much what the game is. And oddly enough, that is what the game is. And, you know, it's, it's something that I don't think just, you know, off first like impressions, like I don't think that years ago I would have been okay with this. I feel like I would have completely hated this game and it wouldn't have been for me. But I feel like for me, I tend to enjoy the exploration aspects of games a lot more than I used to. Like, I like to go in there and be able to kind of do my own thing and explore and try out things. And um, that's kind of what this game is about. It's it's kind of feels like Breath of the Wild, much different game. But if Breath of the Wild didn't have a lot of combat in it um, and you were just kind of delivering stuff, I guess. But it's it's oddly satisfying like the thing that I appreciate most about Death Stranding is that it's very unique and you know it's it could be to the game's detriment ultimately I you know I haven't played it long enough to really figure that out I'm enjoying it a lot so far but you know I know people you know haven't been I know a lot of people haven't been but I also know a lot of people have but to me, I feel like because this game is just so unique, I give it credit. And even if this ends up being the reason why the game isn't good or the reason why the game ultimately doesn't do it for me in the end, I'm glad they still went in this direction and tried to do something different rather than trying to just give us the same stuff that we get all the time. Um, I feel like there's a lot of lack of variety in the the gaming industry with a lot of these big time developers and really these types of ideas like Death Stranding you really only see them in the smaller you know the smaller published games like the independently published or you know smaller studios so this is really interesting coming from such a high budget studio and especially with someone like Kojima who is just you know renowned in the gaming industry and we're getting this type of weird, crazy, even playing it for a few hours, you don't really have a full grasp of what the game offers. I think there's something special about that, even if it ultimately makes the game not great. <laughs> so I think it's too early for me to tell. Like this is something that I'm gonna play this game every night, and I intend to have, you know, at least a couple of conversations about Death Stranding. Um, and I'll just have them as bonus episodes throughout the week on my lunch break because, you know, the more and more I, I look into this game, the more I think that, you know, I just I just want to play it. And I feel like there's things that I'm missing, but I also feel like there's things that I'm picking up that maybe someone else might be missing. So I just want to have these conversations because I think they're a lot of fun. I think this is a type of game where, 
you know, it's, it's all about connections, but it's also kind of, you know, your interpretation and you can kind of share that with others. It kind of makes that connection go beyond just the game. Now, another thing I love about this game is the music. The music is amazing. Um, I actually downloaded Low Roar, which is the band that plays, you know, Don't Be So Serious in the game. I think they play Bones in the game. I went ahead and downloaded their album on my cell phone, and I've been listening to that on the way to work. Oh, my God. It is wonderfully placed in the game, and we had that whole episode dedicated to music, Add this to one of my favorite soundtracks because this is pretty phenomenal. There's some weird ones on there, but it fits the game world so freaking good. And they completely nailed that selection. So, you know, it enhances the gameplay. It makes you feel really immersed, you know. When it comes to the gameplay again, I mean, you know, listening to that song and walking with like a dead body on your back is really, it's really powerful. It kind of gives you just like these, you know, these feelings. So... Um, I'll get more in depth with the different characters and stuff, uh, in the next episode that I do, because this is going to just be a Death Stranding series. So, um, you know, I'll talk more about that, but I will say that Death Stranding for me, especially looking at these scores, it has an 83 on Metacritic right now and a 6.7 user score. Um, the 6.7 user score is off 8,607 ratings, which, I'm sure there's some ridiculous reviews in there, so it's really kind of hard to take that score seriously. And then the eight, the 83 is, uh, you know, based on 85 reviews. I feel like Death Stranding is another perfect example as to why these review scores just do not make sense. They're outdated, and really, we shouldn't be using them anymore. Like honestly, like these numbers do not really tell you anything, and they don't give you good insight as to whether or not you should get the game. I feel like Death Stranding is an experience that everyone's going to take differently, just like much like other every other game, but this one especially, I think, because it's not really a universal style of playing game. It's something that is a lot different than what we're used to. And I feel like there's not a ton of games that have come out recently, at least, that kind of question my... Uh, you know, that kind of question, you know, my interpretation of the game. And this one does it so strongly that I feel like you really have to play this game yourself to really get that full understanding of if you're going to like it or not. And that's, like I said, it applies to a lot of games, but I feel like this one especially. It just shows that the reviews, scores are just not efficient in really determining how the game is. So, you know, I want to talk more on that later on. I do have to head back to work, though. Um, before I, I head away, I did have uh, some Twitter tweets here that I was going to go over. And we haven't done this in such a long time. And even when we were recording, it was something we kind of strayed away from. Um, so this one is from at RevX23. So weird, so intense, so gripping, so beautiful. Death Stranding. Hashtag PS4 share. Uh, PS4 share. It's an amazing looking game. Like the water, the the grass, the sky, the little rainbow effect that happens when you know the BTs come down. Oh man, it is it is killer. They did such a great job on it. 
Um, this is at, at Angry's Pat. More thoughts on Death Stranding. It feels like Kojima tricks Sony and all of us into getting sick hyped for a cyberpunk reimagining of Postman starring Kevin Costner. I'm not saying it's bad. It just feels a little weird. Feel, or, sorry, it just feels like a little weird indie game with a thousand times the usual, usual budget. It kind of does feel like that, but I feel like... I feel like we need that. I feel like we need more of that. People doing more things that, you know, aren't done. And I think at B F O D B F O D, um, B at B foreign outside debris. Um, I think he agrees with me. I'm having a really nice time with Death Stranding. It feels like one of those nice projects where they started to work with a suitcase full of weird ideas they thought of and couldn't use for the over the past twenty years. And then pack them all into this gnarly thing. Uh, it's, yeah, it's insane. It is really, really awesome. Um, and the fact that they were able to actually make this game the way it is and get away with it, it's pretty hilarious. Like, it's, it's I think it's extremely interesting and intriguing that this is what they came up with. Because um, what else is Kojima going to come up with if he made this into a game? Um, and this one is at the... Alcoholic, alcoholic that is horrible. That's a horrible name. <laughs> um, big numbers for Death Stranding. Good. Maybe we can inspire other devs to do something weird instead of third-person action-adventure shooter with light RPG mechanics. Completely agree. You know, we need variety. We need things that are going to kind of question what we think games should be. And I feel like this game does do that. It kind of goes against everything that we're used to and kind of uses elements that we don't necessarily typically like, like over-encumberment and, um, you know, <laughs> weight limits and yeah, I guess that is over-encumberment. But, you know, fetch quest, you know, a lot of people don't like that stuff and that's essentially what this game is. This is at the Gassy Mexican. Played Death Stranding last night and actually really enjoyed it. It's a weird game to be to be sure, but also very different. Super pretty, great atmosphere. It definitely scratches the same itch of Trucking Simulator in the sense it's hauling from point A to point B. That's absolutely right. I didn't really think about that. Um, it's also f a lot more fun once you get the bike and loading up your bike with the stuff. I don't know. I, I like it. I, I really like it. Um, and this is at Bamboo Bushido. Uh, Death Stranding is some boring, weird, slow, pretentious, supernatural science fiction mumbo jumbo that is very much my jam. I think it might be my jam too. It might be still early to say it, but I feel like this game, it's one of those games you have to go in with an open mind and just be patient and don't play it for like 10 hours straight. Like play it for maybe one or two and then kind of take a break, pick it up the next day. Um, I think it's more enjoyable in bite in bits and pieces. If I had to sit down and review this game and play it for 10 hours or 12 hours and have to rush the review, I probably wouldn't like it that much either. It's not really that style of game. So that's, uh, that's actually all I'm going to be able to do. Um, thanks for all the, the tweets out there that I was able to put in the podcast and hopefully, um, I'll be on here again tomorrow where we're going to combine the two and, and talk more about this. Um, it might, it might just be, we're taking a little quote unquote break 
and then we'll be back again after the little break. So maybe I'll insert an ad and we'll just, you know, keep the podcast rolling. Who knows? But it felt really great to come back here, get some thoughts out here. I think this is a really good warm-up episode for me, and hopefully everything sounds good. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Game Pinions is back, baby. 